0: A bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown. Sleep tight stories.
1: Hey,
2: everybody! Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross tiffany cross join me and be a part of sisterhood friendship wisdom and laughter we gather a seasoned elder myself as the middle generation and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had listen to a cross generations podcast on the iheart radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast discover a new educational and interactive podcast stories for kids by lingo kids Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tomorrow's Mega Millions jackpot is over 300 million. Whew! Play now. Please play responsibly, must be 18 years or older to purchase player five.
1: Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversations talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passion, and that's what I'm going to do for you. I want you stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life is going to present to you. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. My next guest, she's here, She's based in Atlanta. She's an award winning chef, TV personality, owner slash chef of Twisted Soul Cookhouse and Pores, a different kind of chick, which is a new chicken pop up concept in chicken. I say chicken, chicken. Cluck, cluck, cluck chicken chicken pop-up concept in the letter she's been featured on the food network travel channel the new york times huffington post and buzzfeed buzzfeed you never know, got all the little fast desserts for about 30 seconds you can cook up the world please welcome to uh money making conversation chef deborah van
3: uh, thank you so much for that introduction. That
1: was wonderful. Well, first of all, I, I didn't make anything up. You know, and that's the beauty of having a career and being recognized for your talents. How do you feel about it? And where you at right now? We're going to get to the restaurants and the pop-ups. And this when I bring people to Money Making Conversation, it's always a journey because... A lot of times when you come on my show, we're just talking about the end results. And we all know that even when we were talking about the end results, there's still uh, goals in place to make that even bigger. But but as you speak of being featured on in The New York Times, the Huffington Post, which is a big digital and print uh, magazines and online uh, concepts and BuzzFeed, which is also video driven and travel channel, which we know that's TV. We know the Food Network's TV. How does that do? What does that do for your brand, and how has it allowed your brand to be uh, recognized throughout the world?
3: Um, I mean, it's it, um, immeasurable. You know, the, uh, you know the the positive impact that it had on our brand. Um, you know, it you know wasn't a text a textbook uh, way to have done this. Um, some things just kind of fell in the right places at the right time. Um, And I took advantage of all the opportunities that were presented to me, Um, seeing the big picture of of this marketing that, you know, I was getting and, you know, being able to develop, um, you know, a brand that was recognizable worldwide.
1: And that's really important. I like what you said. You say, you know. Sometimes you just got to be ready to pivot when the opportunity presents itself because we can't plan somebody calling you say, will you make an appearance on the Food Network? And you can't sometimes say, I don't know. Let me check my calendar. You have to say yes. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yes. <laughs> and because these appearances, uh, somebody's you know, if they call you, somebody is ready to say yes. If you say, let me let me check or they say, uh, That's well, right," I don't know. Well, this what what do you want me to do? Even the, even the tone you may ask the question could could lose you the opportunity to make an appearance on the network, What you know is what you use in your resumes to be able to get other opportunities. It really becomes a yeah. blessing. You gotta you gotta not look at it as a as a as a difficult moment or a conflicting moment. You have to say, how can I do it and make it happen? That's really what this is all about, right?
3: That is really exactly what it is. It's like I I've always gone with the I'm going to say yes and I will figure out how I'm going to do it <laughs> later. But, you know, the opportunity when it's there, you have to grab it because, it's, as you just said, you know, they're going to keep going. Right. Um, and somebody else will grab at that opportunity. So, um, you know, I, I always look to see, okay, what, how does this help me build my brand? What, what positive impact is it going to have on it? And I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Now, and we'll figure out the details
1: of it later. Yeah, I want people to hear that because some things are not always, uh you know, well, let me plan it out a month in advance. You know, well, when you get, no. we reach a certain level of uh, notoriety, yes, you can think about it. Let me check my calendar. But when you are in the hustle of getting your brand recognized, getting your brand word of mouth, creating word of mouth within the industry, you got to arrive with the opportunity that's given to you. And sometimes it might not be what you want to do, but you make it work for what you want, what you need it to do. And that is positive exactly. exposure for your brand. Now, here's something interesting when I was going through your bio. I said prior to embarking on her culinary career, more than 20 years ago, Miss Van Trees was a uh, flight attendant for American Airlines. Yeah. And the reason I wanted yeah. to bring that up because, you know, you're a chef and I, I've traveled a lot, which allows me to eat a lot of good food and different cultures and things like that. I said throughout you, you your destination throughout Europe, Latin America, the Middle East and Southeast Asia. What effect did all this travel have on your cooking style or or your culinary style today?
3: Um, it is, you know, actually what makes my, my cuisine a little bit different. Um, I tell people my cuisine is telling a story and it's my story. Right. Um, and so, you know, you need to be able, you know, to, you know, think outside of the box. I did not want to be like everybody else. Um, And so I combined all of those travels, um, and I put them together to, you know, come up with a cuisine that I call globally inspired, um, soul food. Um, so, you know, I looked at different cultures and the foods that were considered, you know, regular or comfort food, um, of those cultures and brought it back and kind of, you know, put it with my, um, african-american culture of soul food and mm-hmm. you know that the dishes that i come up with a combination of all those travels and of my upbringing
1: well it's really funny because I'm, I'm gonna get to your definition of soul food because i i, I want to ask mm-hmm. you that but i was reading your bio saying In russia french fries are more coveted mm-hmm. than caviar see i'm a french fry man i mm-hmm, love some french mm-hmm. fries so so it's basically you go to france they look at you and talk about french fries they look at you like huh you go to russia you talk about french fries they go where -huh <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it allows for it allows for you to see those different cultures and how they react and then you say soul food I have to ask you chef chef Deborah what is soul food
3: um you know I think it means different things to different people right mm-hmm. um for me it is food that comes from the soul and when I say that you know I feel like it's the food that is cooked from love right um the food that evokes memories um, the food that, you know, reminds us of where we came from, um, you know, and those are the foods that touch our heart. They touch our soul. So that is what soul food is.
1: OK, so now when I look at the soul food, because it's very popular, you know, when you get to uh, mm-hmm. when you get to um, certain places, they're called as Southern delicacies. And then you get to uh-huh. certain ways they call it soul food, uh, especially uh-huh. in, in the African-American community. When I look at yams and yams at a, at a, on a, at a Southern restaurant, it's the same type of yams I have at a soul food restaurant, or sometimes the greens are different. You know, you put a little ham or ham hocks in your collard greens to give it that flavor. Some people now we have vegans, they don't want meat. And so they have the red beans without the sausage. And so there's so many different uh-huh. people, so many uh-huh. different palates that we are playing, and we're dancing around nowadays how do you find a menu that are you trying to find a menu that works for the masses or trying to find a menu that will draw the masses to your your place of business how does that menu development work
3: um it's it's a menu that um is interesting Mm -hmm. um i i don't want to do what everybody else is doing i don't want you to experience you know Something I want you to have the experience with me that you're not going to find. That's true. Somewhere else. That's true. Okay. And even though we might be saying the same
1: thing, right? Even though we might be doing the same chicken, your chicken experience (laughs) is different. And you see that with hamburgers. You know, you have five guys: Fuddruckers, McDonald's, Wendy's. Everyone is trying to draw based on the experience that you will get at their establishment, and that's what you're doing at your two places of business. Continue.
3: Exactly. So, you know, even if we look at the the traditional African American um, soul food by definition, going from region to region, it's different. You know so it's it's more combined, you know with with food than you know just a recipe. You know, it's a whole story behind it. And so in developing my menu, I'm trying to tell stories. You know, I want you to ask me, um, how did I come up with this dish? Um, I want to listen to you tell me stories, you know, about what is comforting to you, what is soul food to you. Um, And I want to go and I want to interpret it in my way. Right. Um, And I think that's what sets me apart from other restaurateurs, which is important, you know, to find my own little niche, Mm -hmm. you know, and my own brand and establish it. You know, so those are the, that's the process that I go through when I'm trying to develop a menu, you know, I want it to be interesting. I want it to be diverse um, and I want it to have a story behind it that touches my heart.
1: Awesome. Here's a question before we go to the next break, because in the next break, I want to talk about your two restaurants, especially the uh, pop-up restaurant, chicken restaurant that you have in Atlanta that launched this mm-hmm. month. Um, what did your skill? Did you go to schools to, to develop your skills? Was it just natural? Talk about the, the training that's tied to your skills as a chef.
3: Um, it's a combination. You know, I grew up um, with a family of great cooks. Um, I grew up in the Midwest. Um and then I had a, a father and grandfather that were, you know, big barbecue teams. So I grew up learning how to smoke <laughs> well, and barbecue. What about the Midwest? What about grill. the Midwest?
1: What about? <laughs> um, Kansas City, Oh, Missouri. yes. I thought you were going to say Kansas City. That's that's barbecue yeah. town right there. Woo.
3: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, and it's like I every chance I can, I'm barbecuing something up, too, putting mm-hmm. it on the menu. Um, and then I did go to culinary school. Mm-hmm. Um You know, and that that traveling. So at one point, I was married to a basketball player who played overseas. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it gave me the opportunity to live in that culture and absorb it and go into people's homes, not just restaurants. So it's a different experience. You know, so all of that combined is the training that I have that's gotten me to the place that I am today.
1: It's created your voice. For the food that you make, which is really important, I'm talking yeah. to uh, the amazing, uh, like a culinary traveler. I'm gonna say culinary traveler, uh, <laughs> Chef uh, Deborah Ventrice. And uh, she'll be back to talk about these uh, restaurants that she's, uh, she's launched or have launched uh, in the month of May. She has a pop-up she's launched. So we're going to talk about that, her established restaurant that she already has in Atlanta. In these pandemic times, we do things differently. We have to be forward thinkers and be on top of our game on a daily basis, not in, maybe on an hourly basis. Be right back with more Money Making Conversations.
2: It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends,
1: Hi, you're listening to Rashawn McDonald, and this is Money Making Conversations. On the phone, I have a uh, chef, Deborah Van Treese. Uh, she is um, a chef extraordinaire, traveled the world, picked up her talents, going into homes, eating in restaurants, uh, places like uh, Middle East, the Middle East, Southeast Asia, Latin America, Europe. But she's on the show to talk about she's based in Atlanta, and she's on the show to talk about a couple of restaurants. One's a pop-up, one's an established place called Twisted Soul Cookhouse and Pours. I'm assuming Pours means liquor or Pours means something else there, Chef.
3: Pours means liquor. Okay, right go- assumption. Okay, right good. assumption. Good. Let's
1: talk about that first. Let's talk. Twisted so cookhouse, cookhouse. That sounds like barbecue. That sounds like some some heat being generated in this building. Cookhouse <laughs> and pours Talk about that, that 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 place of business.
3: Uh, well, it's it's um a warm gathering spot. Um, warm that's gathering how I spot. It. Okay. <laughs> a warm gathering spot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, it's a great location in West Midtown here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I have a very diverse clientele, very diverse group of, of cooks and professionals working. Um, we're very big on customer service, and we, um, we love to serve you good food. Um, you know, we use sustainable products. We um, utilize the local farmers um, as much as we possibly can in our cooking. Our mm-hmm. menu changes seasonally. Um, you know, and we just, we have a good time with what we do. Uh we've been there. I think we're in our 4th year of business. Congratulations. Um, you know, thank you. Thank you. Things are going good. Um, you know, and and you know, now we're finding, you know, this this new world that we're trying to navigate, you know, but we can talk about that part later.
1: <laughs> right. We well, don't you know, do anything about it. Let's talk about the new world a little bit. I don't, you know, because I have a nephew. He has a um, he has a, like a, a roadside stand type restaurant. On the, in Houston, Texas. And he was really mm-hmm. ahead of the game with DoorDash and uh, uh, Uber Eats. And uh, I think um one more out there. I apologize for not being able to say it. But, and it really, so his business really was not affected by the pandemic. And so, because of the fact mm-hmm. that he'd already focused that, and then he told me that I was talking to him the other day, and he was saying that a lot of businesses are trying to get into that the the, the Door Dashes and the Uber Eats of the world, and they can't Grubhub. That's the other one, Grubhub, because of the fact yeah. that it's starting to get backlogged, and they can't handle the uh, amount of applications that are being made, and then people don't know how the process works, and, and can I cannot. You know, because uh, uh, there are fees tied to everything that you do. These are none of these services are free. Yeah, and so yes. that's one of the things that not only African American business but business in general have learned that they have to change their whole platform instead of being just a standalone building that you come in and you process mm-hmm. your food while you eat it. Did that? Did that affect your uh, your your cookout, your cookhouse, and, and pours facility?
3: Major. Mm-hmm. Um, it it literally you know was. We saw a maybe 60% drop in sales mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. Um, and quickly made the decision, you know, we needed to close the doors and, and rethink this. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't utilizing any of the delivery services, right. you know, so it wasn't as if we could just, you know, switch over right. um, to that. And then, to be quite honest, the fees that they were charging were just ridiculous. Um, it wasn't, would not have been so bad if we, you know, were balancing that, you know, prior with the restaurant, actual in-house covers, and then, you know, your few takeout orders here and there. Um, but we were just really in-house, you know, and never, ever had a need, um, to utilize the service because most of the people coming to Twisted Soul are coming there for that warm, fuzzy environment. They're coming to have a good time at a gathering spot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, real quickly, uh, we did do the scramble initially to, you know, try to get, uh, the Grubhub, the Uber Eats, you know, but, with all that was going on, we also felt like we had to lower our pricing structure Mm -hmm. and lower the pricing structure and then give possibly 30% of it away Mm -hmm. to a service, you know, which now was going to be handling the predominant amount of your business. Um, it just was not a plan that was going to work for us. Mm -hmm. You know, so initially, um, we flipped to a concept of doing pre-prepared meals uh, for people to take away and having our um, service staff turn them into delivery people. Um, It was actually a little bit more efficient because at the point when all this was happening, you know, the big companies did get flooded and, you know, they were taking two hours and three hours to get people food, Um, you know. So that worked for us as a temporary um, solution was to just have our our own people doing um, mm-hmm. our delivery, mm-hmm. but on a broad scale, that's not what we do. You know, right. <laughs> so right. um, mm-hmm. we knew really, you know, this is not something that's going to sustain us for very long. Um, so we had to come up with a better solution than that.
1: And that better solution is what.
3: The better solution was, um, or is, the pop up concept. See, I transition. Um, just transition
1: of, you to a chef. That's all. Just, just slide you over to yeah. the to the better solution yeah. is the pop up chick yeah. place. Different better, kind of a chick. The better solution. Mm-hmm. Different kind um, of chicken.
3: It was something that I had been thinking about for years. Um, you know, so the concept was already there. It was very clear in my head, um, and it was something I foresaw. You know, us doing in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, you know, future was here. You know, it was right. okay. You you got to make some changes. Um, you have to be able to sustain yourself to move forward to ever do twisted soul. You know, or keep twisted soul alive. You've got to right now do something that's going to sustain you. Right. Um, and the concept of a different kind of chick. Um was what we decided to put in effect immediately um, you know it was more conducive or is more conducive um, for carry out it's more conducive for delivery um, the price point could be lower because now we're we're trying to go with volume um, and mm-hmm. the most important thing about it was you know we were doing chicken that was you know Free range, you know, certified organic food, Mm -hmm. again, still with our farm to table vegetables, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's kind of a wave that was starting to happen in the food industry anyway. We just jumped on it real
1: quick. With, which um, is very smart, you know, which is very smart. Yeah. And that's, yeah. All, that's all I was just saying um, about my nephew. You know, he had been doing it prior to the, because you have to make an adjustment mm-hmm. in your menu prices when you bring on these Grubhubs and these DoorDashes and these Uber Eats. Yeah. And because he had already been doing it and I was, I made the adjustment in the pricing for his customers I, I had already been in place, then when it, nobody was stunned by it, because he didn't have to make the switch. But like you said, new customers like you, they go to those services go, wow. Really? I got to mm-hmm. pay this. Well, mm-hmm. how I'm going to charge for this. And so this concept that you have now, a different kind of chick, something you had in the back of your mind. thats now been mm-hmm. moved to the front of your mind and it it is proven to be the profitable way for you to make business in this in this uh, new world that we live in today. Correct. Yes, exactly. Well let's exactly. talk about that business. Come on, let's talk about it. let's let's get fired up here because uh I don't want you know, I don't want this to become a down and you know, I'm I'm trying to make it, Rashawn. I'm I'm trying to get there. What exactly is a pop up though? You know, we hear that term a lot. What is a pop up?
3: Uh a pop up is is generally something that is, you know, coming up temporarily. It's mm-hmm. something you're doing for that moment. So mm-hmm. it's like our pop up is just gonna be a long term one, you know? Um, and what the plan is, is once things stabilize and we can actually, you know, get back to the restaurant as we knew them, which is going to be a while, mm-hmm. um, we'll be able to continue with Twisted Soul Cookhouse in that location that we're in presently and then transition out a different kind of chick and put it permanently in another location.
1: Awesome, awesome. Okay. Well, let's talk about this know. menu. It's a
3: long-term goal. Absolutely. Let's talk about this
1: menu because the menu involves fried chicken. And I'm from Houston, Texas. I'm living in Atlanta. Yeah. But I am a fried chicken food. I love me some good fried mm-hmm. chicken. And so the create you have a creative menu featuring uh four different types of uh chicken dishes. Let's talk about those chicken dishes. This is available at okay. the at a different kind of chick. It's a pop up that's in temporary locations around the city of Atlanta. How do you notify people, Chef?
3: Uh, actually social media. Okay. Social media has been incredible and um, you know, we sent out a press release and the press jumped on it quickly. Um We've had several articles written already. You know, and and you're on my show.
1: This is great, too.
3: Yeah. And I am <laughs> like, yeah, this is perfect. This is perfect. This mm-hmm. is perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, it was helpful to do such a, an extreme pivot and do it quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's something that people are paying attention to because we're all trying to figure out how to maneuver. Um, you know, so this is, you know, one of the ways that you can possibly rem- uh, maneuver. Um, So we've got the four types of main entree chicken. Um, Fried chicken uh, was a staple. It's actually the same dish that we have on our original Twisted Soul um, cookhouse menu. Um, Except for now, you get one extra piece of chicken, and it's a little bit less expensive. Um, It it comes with the incredible sides that you get to choose.
1: Um, Okay, let's talk about those sides, because those sides are key to a good meal. Talk about those sides now.
3: Okay. Let's that's not, that's okay, not, so not pass.
1: The chicken is the, is, the, is the bringer to the table, but it's the sides that make you sit there and savor the moment. Come on now.
3: Exactly, exactly. So your chicken is your big bird. And with your big bird, you get two sides. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a choice of a garlic mashed potato. Mm. Um, you have braised greens. We have macaroni and cheese. Uh, We have a brown rice pilaf, so we have a healthier option. And then we have sautéed farm vegetables. Which changed weekly depending on what we what's available through our local farmers.
1: You know, brown rice. Um, I I I've become I become such a big fan of brown rice now. You know, I, I you oh know, really? I, I'm I'm a white rice guy. I grew up, you know, mm-hmm, before, uh-huh. white rice all the only thing on my table. So I have resisted the whole you know brown rice world. And now, when you say brown rice pilaf, I have to try that mm-hmm. because I love pilaf rice. Period. And when you say brown rice, that really that really piques my interest on exactly. Exactly what that is is the taste of that, because that sounds good. sounds good and original. That's the whole portion you was talking about your whole brand being very creative and coming up with creative menus because of the fact that, you know, we all, like I said, everybody's selling chicken out there. What makes your chicken uh-huh, different? What makes exactly. your service different? But and I'm assuming that service plays a big role in your brand anyway. Correct.
3: Definitely plays a big role. Um, and then sourcing, where we're getting our food from.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and we are paying attention to the trends, um, you know, in our customers, that they want to know where their food is sourced from. They want to know that their vegetables are fresh, right. you know, that I hand-picked the chicken that I would use. Mm-hmm. They want to know those things, and those are the things that we're playing upon. Um, you know, and I think those are the things that makes this,
1: this uh, pop-up work? Well, go, first of all, tell us how we can go to your social media. User. That's how we can find out about the pop-up. I definitely want you to send a banner to me so I can post it on my social media. I really want to support businesses. I want to give... It's free. It's an avenue that I've created to be able to bring exposure to these... To any to the small businesses. You know, they, they can say the state's reopening, but it's not reopening 100%, especially when it comes to this social distancing. So we have to be smart. So give us some uh, ways that we can reach out and f- follow you so we can... you know make our way to one of these pop-ups
3: uh definitely um our website twisted soul cookhouse and uh we're on instagram at twisted soul cookhouse or follow me on instagram at deborah at chef deborah van tree um well, and we're always posted facebook you know you name it social media we're on there
1: Well, I'll tell you something. Uh, It's fantastic to hear from you. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. But more importantly, uh, we will support you through our social media, through our newsletters, because as a family is how we're going to get through this. As a family is how we're going to win this. We know how this pandemic is overtly affecting, uh, overly affecting, I should say, uh, African-Americans in our communities around the world, especially in this country. More importantly, thank you for coming on my show. Chef Deborah Van Trees.
3: Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's really important that we do support each other, and I so, so appreciate being able to speak to your audience today.
1: Oh, they're going to respond. Believe me, my uh, every time I post about I'm a foodie. You go to my social media, at Rashawn McDonald, on my Facebook page, you'll see. When I talk about food, my fans love me, and so uh, this is a <laughs> restaurant we're going to support. I'm going to ask for some it. photos so we can put feature in Rashawn Eats, and so we can build this brand out so you can, wheel big, so you can win big time. Is that cool? Thank you so much. I will take that. Awesome, awesome. If you want to hear more interviews, uh, Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to MoneyMakingConversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. In this season of giving,
2: Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. El todo sea por un beso deal. Ya soñabas con llegar a McDonald's, ordenar tus McNuggets y tu Big Mac de siempre. Con extra pepinillos, extra salsa especial, extra cebolla, porque tú eres así, extra. Pero luego recuerdas que estás en una cuarta cita. Y quizá ordenar cebollas extra no sea la mejor movida. Hay un meal para cada cita en McDonald's. Ordena por anticipado por el arte McDonald's y llévate dos de tus favoritos, como McNuggets de 10 piezas y una Big Mac por solo 6 dólares. Precios y participación pueden variar. Producto individual a precio regular.